The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I don't know how long you've been ranting and raving about wanting to change the opening, but this, 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 listen, things need to happen, man. I know, I know we all love the zombie apocalypse question. I know we all get a big kick out of me losing my again and saying Dave smells like nougat. But it, look, find a replacement. Find a replacement. Find me going eight <laughs> Ted Gregory for Christ's sake. <laughs> There's countless examples of me losing my mind, either laughing or yelling. There's examples of Dave losing his mind, of Andrew losing his mind. The hell is that? Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. The funniest part of the new open is since we, since I created it, Kevin has not been on the podcast. <laughs> well, I was just thinking how long until we start complaining about this one and asking not for a new Not being a temp one. open? Like, yeah. uh, like, I'm you said starting this right would be now. a temp open it's 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting right this now. A, yeah, this get... is the final show, Ralph, where you get a pass. <laughs> Well, I'm going to New Orleans next week for my birthday, so we might have one more week of it. So, before we start, I'd like to take it. <clears throat> I'd like to take a second to tell you all about our friend here, here Netflix, the go. official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticket providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges at Tix Blitz, the price you see is the price you pay. If you want to see your favorite player, get in his licks. Maybe that's Hakeem Nicks, Akeem Hicks, or Ha Ha Clinton Dicks. Go to TixBlitz.com and your promo code armchair at checkout to receive 5% off your ticket purchase. That's T I X. B L I T Z dot com promo code armchair ticks blitz guaranteed seats guaranteed emotions guaranteed f- me fucking up the ad over and over. <laughs> no, hey, that was much better. I, I think you've been practicing. You only yeah, said it wrong clearly. <laughs> yeah, no, I have not been. I just have a I have a cold, so I have to like focus on not coughing. So I have to do it like really really slow. Um, look, the Saints. There's not a fucking drop of news. Nobody got arrested. Uh, they don't have any draft picks, Dave, so we could, I couldn't even <laughs> muster up giving a shit about the combine for even 15 minutes. It, it, uh, did sound, it did sound like the Ingram. I mean, we got a little nugget of stuff on Ingram. It, it sounds like the Saints want him back and... I don't know. The media was kind of teasing, like expect something to happen. Pretty, yeah, like pretty they talked to his. I mean, they probably talked to his agent, and. I mean, it sounds like they're gonna hammer something out. Yeah, like, I mean, here's the, here's the interesting thing about Ingram, Dave, is like if the Saints say to him, "This is what we're gonna do for you," should he maybe be worried that the that his market might stink and he should like take that saints offer because the running back market might collapse and then the saints would be like hey man 
We were going to pay you two million, two years, nine million, but the running back market fucking collapsed. Now it's two years, seven. Like, should should he be worried about like there's nothing out there and he should like really not get into free agency because that could be a bad thing? No, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I, I I think he I think he he would do just fine on the free agent market. Um, and I if he signs before even hitting the market, I would be worried that that means he got a pretty damn good deal from the Saints and, uh, and a competitive deal with the Saints. And I just, I, I, I don't think this is a hot take or anything, but uh, I mean, I love Mark Ingram. I would whoa, love whoa, 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 whoa. Are you <laughs> starting to say you want the Saints to lowball him? I don't, I don't Boyfriend? want the Jesus. <laughs> what? I don't. I don't want the Saints to lowball him, but are you just... going? Are you going all Nick Fairley on Mark Ingram? <laughs> no, this is this is this is totally different than Nick Fairley because I I didn't want the Saints to pay Nick Fairley because I thought that Nick Fairley was then once he got paid I, I thought that he was just gonna loaf and and and. Uh, what's the term I'm looking for? You know, just just not not quit. <laughs> Not give up, but just take it easy, uh, like he had proven. <laughs> like, like have a uh, career-ending heart issue. No, I did not expect that. <laughs> I did not expect that at all. Um, but anyway, but I just, I, I, I love Mark Ingram. I've always been his boyfriend. I've always been a big supporter of him. Uh, I would love to see him stay with the Saints, but I mean, I think he could do pretty well on the free agent market, and uh, I. I just think as far as the Saints are concerned and somewhat limited cap space, uh, I just think the Saints could potentially spend their use that money and spend it somewhere else. And what? And uh, are you saying let him walk? Is that what you're saying? I'm I'm like, I, I'm I, dizzy I, right now. Yes, I don't Dave, are you? Come on. Hold on. This, Dave. Yes or no? I mean, it's Mardi Gras. I've been drinking, but I'm. I think I'm, I think that's how I, I, I you know you know why I feel that way because wow you know why I feel that way because wow I'm fairly confident that the Saints could find somebody uh, to maybe not maybe not a hundred percent of what Mark Ingram does but I, I just don't, you know, I, don't I don't know block, what I can believe in anymore the, I know maybe not the blocking and then that but I mean wow. you can. Just, just through the tackles, head down, running backs are. Uh, there's a lot of them out there. There's young guys is that in crisis. I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, I mean, the I'm... Saints, could, the Saints could find somebody like that in undrafted free agency for crying out loud, and they've done it before. They've they've found. I feel. I feel. Have... I mean, like what's I ne- what's next? What's next? Like Ralph is gonna go dry for Lent. But yeah, like what's I feel like, like I, I'm going. I'm gonna. Was, I'm gonna start chugging IPAs. Like I what? Mean, just, <laughs> this what, feels, next? Just out of all out of all the positions, I, I just feel like you know, like a, you can't just find a, a quarterback anywhere. You know, you just can't find a, a quality left tackle anywhere or or a quality edge rusher. But I mean, running backs, like there's there's a lot I can't, of. I I mean, there are three things in life you're guaranteed. And again, my concern is that that 
if he hit the free agency market, he would he would get be able to get a lot of money. And if the Saints had to match that, that might be more than the Saints should be Here's spending. The, I, feel I just don't like, know anything about anything anymore. If, if, he, got a, if he got four million dollars a year, if he's going to sign for four million dollars a year, if, if Mark's going to take a hometown discount, uh, and and because he because one, it's just easy to stay where you've been living for the last six seven years or whatever uh and two because you know that this is as good a place as any where you're gonna have a chance to win a super there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Well, if Mark's willing to take a hometown discount, then fuck yeah, I'm going to be signing, you know, I'll, I'll be the first one, uh, you know, to support that, but... but um, so let me ask you this: If Mark I, Ingram, if, if the Saints overpay and get Ingram back, so if, if the Saints overpay and and keep Ingram, are you going to like be reluctantly okay with it because you still love Ingram, or will you be legitimately pissed? I will be re- I will be reluctantly okay with it. I I feel like with it. I feel like I do when I was nine years old and I wanted a drum set for Christmas. And my parents sent me a note from Santa, but it was on my father's business stationery, and I realized Santa wasn't real. Well, that that's was a how I feel right thing. now with Dave kicking Mark Ingram out the door. Well, I, I mean, come on, this. I haven't read the articles that you guys are referring to, so I'm, I'm sure if, if they if they really are hinting at the fact that an Ingram deal is going to happen soon, then obviously everything I've said is is totally here's a waste. A, here's it's a not about that though. It's about the fact that you would willingly let him just walk out that door here's after a, everything you've been through together. Here's a fun question. Okay, I can I can, wait 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 whoa 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 whoa, whoa 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 we're not done here because a- after what Andrew just said Andrew can I just say something you would make a terrible GM because you're <laughs> thinking with your heart you are thinking with your heart you are not thinking with your head you're not think- taking into this account this isn't about numbers. me this is about you <laughs> well, well I, I I'm a Saints fan I love Mark Ingram but I'm a Saints fan and I'm and and 20 years from now I'm still going to be a Saints fan and Mark Ingram is probably going to own a car dealership or something uh, mm, you know tough crowd. 
I just, you know, this is about the Saints, and I care. I, I care about Mark Ingram. I love Mark Ingram, uh, but I care a little bit more about the Saints because they're the actual team, and you know, we they need to do what's Here, best for them. Here's here's a question for you guys. This, this podcast has not gone in, in even remotely the direction I thought it was going. By the way, no, it hasn't. <laughs> I'd, I'd be a much better GM than Bill Coherick, by the way. He he would be. Dave would be. <laughs> Because Dave would just be like, get the fuck out of here. I'm done with this. But here, this is a much better show than I thought we would have because I didn't think we have any news at all. This is a great topic. But here's here's my question to you. Saints Twitter, I feel, and Saints fans in general, we all want Mark Ingram back. I think that's the consensus, right? So yes. here's my question, and I want both of you to answer that. What is the contract number that Ingram would get where Saints fans would not be happy that they brought him back? Like, there's a Seven number million, out maybe? there where, like, Saints would be like, yeah, Mark Ingram's back for two years, $9 million. Andrew, what's the number where Saints fans would be mad that they paid him hmm. too much to stay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's a tough question. So, you look at the contract he has now, and, well, or that he's just getting out of, and at the time he hit the market, I think he got four years, sixteen million. So that averages out to four million a year. Now, at the time, he was twenty-five years old, I think, when he signed it. Um, so he was much younger, uh, but he also wasn't as good. Uh, since then, he has played much better. Um, he is that out. Contract at the time, perform- he has outperformed that contract. I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that that contract was great value for the Saints. He played better than that contract, um, and so, you know. I think he deserves a little bit more. Um, and, you know, I, I still think at $5 million a year, that's – I would give him three years, $15 million. Uh, You know, that's a little bit more than he's making now. The cap has gone up. I know he's older. He's, he's 29 going on 30. But um, I think that – that I don't know. Three years, $15 million feels really good to me because it's, like, a little bit more than he was making. He's older, so, like – that is a ding against him, but he's playing a lot better than he was at 25. And like he at 25, when he got that contract, he had an injury history. Last four years, he really hasn't had any issues. He's he's played a lot. He hasn't really gotten injured. So and didn't they do I that? Yeah, honestly, right I wouldn't be that upset if they paid him a little bit more than that. Didn't he sign that contract right before free agency started? Yes. Too? Yes. Dave, what's the number where Saints fans would turn? Against keeping Mark Ingram, I mean, six million to me, I think a year is a lot. Seven million—that's when people <laughs> would freak out. Uh, but wait a minute, I have to—we have—I have to table this because I'm just seeing now that the Atlanta AAF team, their kicker's name is Young Ho Koo, uh, which is awesome and which is crazy. And he just—damn it! All right, the Atlanta team—they just went up by a field goal against Arizona. They're winless. There's a minute left in the fourth quarter. Dave Atlanta's has been all AAF, in on the AAF. They're, they're, they're winless, and I was rooting for Arizona to keep Atlanta from being from getting this win, and uh, it's not looking so good because Atlanta, Atlanta, had, Atlanta had – no, I don't have money on the game. If you have money Atlanta, on the AAF, man, you got to go to meetings. I would, be, I would be too nervous to bet. I mean, the scoring <laughs> is all over the place. Uh, at, but anyway, but Atlanta had an eight-point lead. Uh, which with the low scoring in the AAF, that's pretty much like a 25-point lead. And, uh, and 
Arizona, Arizona came back. Arizona tied it up. Uh, but Atlanta just pulled ahead, so it's not looking good. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be watching. They're still hope. Sounds like there's still hope. Yeah, yeah. Arizona just. Okay, Arizona's already at the 45, so all right. keep track of this. Anyway, 7 million would be ridiculous. 6 million, not happy. 5 million, 4 million would be great. 5 million, meh. That's I think my Andrew's on it. I think it's going to be three years, 15 million, 8 million guaranteed. Yeah, I'm good with I'm good with that. that. I mean, on, honestly, six million a year would not bother me. Oh, no, I mean, I, like I don't. The guy like, deserves it, man. I don't give a shit about the cap anymore because it doesn't matter. And these players, they sacrifice their bodies. I say, get whatever you can get. And like, what do I care? Like, Loomis can do whatever he wants with the cap. Like, if they pay, if they pay Ingram six and a half million dollars, like, is that gonna stop him from being able to do anything next year? No. It's not. So, like, I don't give a shit anymore. Like, I just yeah. – I don't care. Um, I mean, what makes what makes Ingram different than than just any other running back that might be coming up? I mean, we're, we're thinking the same thing. I mean, he's a great blocker. I mean, that's not – I mean, that's pretty rare. Uh, I mean, he's great at catching the football in the backfield. I mean, he's – you know, obviously the Saints could find – like I said earlier, the Saints could find anybody that, that could just – you know, ram through the tackles, you know, and, uh, 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 which would be a, a compliment to Kamara. But it's not just the fact that Ingram is good at doing that. It's that he's got these other intangibles that that he's that he's that he's gotten. Like Andrew said, he he's gotten better as he's aged because he's gotten better at the blocking and the catching and the backfield and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. he, he really, he really has, he really has honed himself to be a more of like an all-around back, and that's what makes him so valuable because all that stuff you're you're paying for all the all the all the years of experience, his his wisdom, if you will. I also there's an X factor, there's a locker room X factor too. I mean, you, you just well, don't. Him and he's a leader. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I feel well, like Kamara would too. be a sad fucking puppy, a, like a lost <laughs> puppy. If he, he will be, he will. That is it. That's worth like two million dollars like, there at least. No, I, I you know what? I, I, I'm, I genuinely feel like an investment in Ingram is also an investment in in, in Kamara and keeping Kamara happy. No, that is yeah. that is absolutely true. The comedy Maybe duo of Kamara and Ingram will be no more. Well, I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you guys pay, this. You're gonna have yeah, to I mean, pay. You're gonna have to pay Kamara what next year? Uh, and so maybe you get that money that you're paying Ingram back in your negotiations with Kamara, you say, you know what? We, we paid Ingram. We kept Mark around for you. So you guys could clown around. You could do your post game stuff. So maybe Alvin, maybe you could, uh, you know, work with us a little bit. So, I mean, if you're looking at comps, um, these are the free agent. I'm looking at the free agent contracts from last year. You know, Rex Burkhead was 28 years old last year and he got three years, almost 10 million from the Patriots. Um, you know, he's more of a role player. Obviously, Ingram is more of a stud than him. Isaiah Crowell got three years, $12 million, so $4 million a year. He's a 25-year-old back, but he's obviously not on Ingram's level. Carlos Hyde, 26, got three years, $15 million, so that's kind of the contract we're talking about. That feels like a pretty good comp because I think he's better than Carlos Hyde, but um, you know, he's three years older. So, you know, Dion Lewis got four years, 19 million. So now we're starting to creep into that. Uh, that's still in that 5 million zone. So I don't know. 
I mean, he, he's a pro bowler. You know, the one guy that got more than all those guys is Jarek McKinnon. Um, he got four years, 30 million. Um, and that, that felt like an overpay. I mean, I remember the 49ers doing that. That contract was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that to me was – so McKinnon is twenty was 26 when he got that deal. And, I mean, the 49ers were basically paying him like, you're going to be a superstar back, and we're giving you $7.5 million per year. I mean, there's no way the Saints are paying that. So, again, like – I kind of view this as three years, 15 million is the sweet spot. And if you start to think about the cap going up 10 million, it's really not that crazy that maybe it's two years, 12 million, you know, where you would get 6 million a year. The cap is 50% higher than it was six years ago. It's gone up $10 million a year, six straight years. Yeah. Which is just, which is just bonkers. Um, Atlanta won. Game's over. Uh, boo. <laughs> Damn they got their first win. <laughs> Who? On the leg of Young Ho Koo. <laughs> Young Ho Koo. That sounds like a really, really bad Asian porno. It does. Uh, yep. Why do Saints fans fear losing players in free agency that they hate all year long? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. You know, we're, we're going to talk about because this because we've got Monday. a special we have we've got a special bond with them. <laughs> but and that reminds me, hey, we have a daily podcast now, seven dollars a month. You get four extra podcasts a month. Do it, it's awesome. Do it now. Also, check us out on YouTube, Twitters, and Facebook. Uh, I set up the auto posting to YouTube, so there will be something on YouTube, our channel, Saints Happy Hour, every single week. So go there and and subscribe. But back to the question. I mean, I feel like Saints players have ripped on uh, Tyler Davidson for not being able to sack the quarterback. They rip on Robertson for being terrible. And now that these players are going to walk out the door – Saints Twitter's in a fucking panic, Dave. I, f- I find that odd. Well, that's, you know, that's just how we are. The, uh, we're irrational. We're an irrational group. <laughs> who's going to be who's gonna be the guy that they're going to lose? Ian, each of you can answer this. That Saints Twitter is really going to... Let's assume that Mark Ingram comes back. Of everyone else... Who are the Saints going to lose that people are going to lose their shit over? A Saints player. They're going to lose their shit because he left the Saints? Yeah, because he left. Like, who who would Saints fans freak out the most over? Uh, like, Does it have to be uh, rooted in rationality or irrationality? It can be rooted in however you want to do it. The, 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 the better the joke, the better the, the, the observation. I mean, I think I, I would find it funny if the Saints passed on Des Bryant and and someone else signs him because I just feel like there's a there's a sect there there is a portion of Saints Twitter and Saints fans that still believe even after the injury that Des Bryant is Jerry Rice in his prime, and I think there would be some people I, I've seen these people on our Facebook account comment. And I, 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 the would, I got the Twitter DMs from people saying yeah. if Des Bryant, I got a DM from somebody saying if Des Bryant would have been healthy, the Saints would have won the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, well, and it's also like, how could they even think about letting him walk? How have they not signed him yet? You know, so, you know, I think Des Bryant is the guy. I mean, if, if we're talking realistic here, to me, I, the Bridgewater thing is the most interesting thing to me. I mean, Okafor is interesting too, but, um, you know, if Bridgewater walks, then all of a sudden uh, you've got a third-round pick that went out the door for basically a, a guy that, didn't play for a year. And um, I don't know. I don't know how Saints Twitter is going to react on the aggregate, but I know that I'll have no problems calling that trade a horrible, horrible bust of a trade and an awful decision by the Saints. I mean, it's, it's up there with as bad a trade as they've had in the last 15 years because – they just set a third-round pick on fire as insurance that they never used at all. I mean, basically, it would be no different whoa, whoa, whoa. than they the pick him. that Roger Goodell gave away, that took away from the team. They used him. Yeah. Do you remember when they had all three quarterbacks out there? assholes. And, I mean, can you really— yeah, What happened that? on that play? Was it like a two-yard run for Taysom Hill? I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm like, can you that. really put a price? Can you really put a price on his dancing? Though it's at least worth like a fourth round pick, maybe. I mean, he gave us more joy. Did did Teddy Bridgewater bring us more joy than Stanley Jean Baptiste? Yes. So I mean, eh, you know, it's not, it's not, I mean. It's, but it's, but your point is, it's, it's bad. I mean, I feel like they brought him in with the express purpose that he would be the, the, the follow up to Breeze. And if it doesn't work out that way, Sean Payton even then said it. He's then it was like, just a one year insurance policy. Yeah. Um, yep. Sean Payton even said, hey, we may have to do something at quarterback depending on how things go in free agency, which that is a direct reference to, hey, if we don't sign Bridgewater, we need a guy. Um, but, you know, we were talking before the show, um, about the, about different things and you, you know, we, the, the report is, Hey, Nick Foles is going to sign with Jacksonville and Andrew, you were talking about how is that not tampering? Well, you can't prove it. That's why it's not tampering, but it clearly is. But with Flacco to Denver and Foles to Jacksonville, like Teddy Bridgewater's pathways are just like closing up, you know, like I, I still yeah. think it's, it's up to 70%. That he stays with the Saints and gets like a one-year, six-million-dollar deal, and he just rides it out with the Saints another year because I just look at him and he—he he, yeah, he's healthy, but he hadn't played in three years. He has no tape, and I just don't think teams are going to invest in him long term. And I don't even know if teams are going to—if if Case Keenum gets released from Denver, I don't even think teams will view him as a good one-year stopgap. Well, I think, so, you know, the three quarterbacks that are kind of potentially going to hit the market are Bortles, Keenum, and Tannehill. Those are kind of the three guys that I think have a decent chance of becoming available. And this is all assuming Foles is going to go to Jacksonville, which I think he is. Um, And I'm a little surprised nothing's happened with Keenum yet. I think Denver's trying to convince someone maybe to give him a pick for him. But, um, you know, that's the thing, you know. If those three guys, if Denver keeps trying, to 
nervous that Washington's out of options and they do rent Bridgewater for a year. And so, you know, when Sean Payton says, depending on what happens in free agency, I think part of it is, does he get an opportunity to go somewhere where he can start right now? And, and if he does, I think Bridgewater would potentially think to himself, I, I'm going to bet on myself. And it, I know that if I go somewhere, I, it may just be like the plan is one year. They may give me a short-term deal. And the plan may be for us to dra- – the, the team may draft someone, but I'm going to bet on myself to play well that year, and then I can reenter free agency potentially with a higher stock. Dave, if the Saints keep Bridgewater – be it on a one-year deal or a two-year deal or whatever, will Saints fans be happy or mad? Because I think there is a definite split among the Saints fan base of how they view, view Bridgewater as the heir apparent to Breeze. Like if the Saints, if the Saints keep Bre- if the Saints keep Bridgewater for for 2019, I'm 95% certain he's going to be the starting quarterback in 2020, and. I think there's a lot of Saints fans that don't like that at all. Uh, how do you think fans will react to the Saints keeping Bridgewater? Well, I mean, I think you, I think you nailed it. I mean, I think it's going to be divisive. I, I, I think it. I think fans are going to be split. Uh, you, you know, and and I think you also nailed it when you said if they do decide to keep them and they're going to pay this money to keep a. Uh, a commodity like Bridgewater that there's probably a, there's other teams out there in the league that Bridgewater would might be an actual upgrade for them. Uh, and uh, so if, if the Saints keep them, uh, then, yeah, you've got to assume that their plan, you know, they spent the third round, they traded the third round pick, they're spending money to keep them. Uh, yeah, you've got to assume that this is who they think is going to be the next person. And it doesn't so, even have to be... And my point is it doesn't even have to be a long-term deal. Like, it could be a one-year deal. Like, I think this is it for Breeze. So, like, if Bridgewater stays this year, like, he's the guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's – well, yeah. Uh, well, who, who, who else are you going to have that's going to be the guy? I mean, like – I mean, who, who, you're not going to get anybody – Andrew, there's no path to getting anybody yeah, better he, than Bridge. Bridgewater. Right. I mean, unless unless the Saints collapse and they go two and fourteen this year and they pick first next year, it's like, a lot. It's a lot. It's just if it's a one year deal, then it's 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 the same thing as last year. It's spending a bunch of money on a yeah. Year but then on, on then they can franchise them if Breeze isn't going to come back. That's true. yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just think I just think it's. I'll be slightly surprised if Bridgewater leaves. I just think he's he's here, and I, I mean, I think we probably we we need to start uh, accepting the fact that the Bridgewater era is probably going to be what the what we have at quarterback post Breeze. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make the uh, the statement here, um, kind of emphatically that if. Teddy Bridgewater ends up being the Saints quarterback of the future after Drew Brees retires or whatever, that I would sign up for that. No, I mean, I mean I, my just... thing is, Dave, I just don't like, 
explain to me, there's no path that the Saints can do better than Bridgewater. Like, Bridgewater, if he doesn't get injured, there's a possibility that he's like Ryan Tannehill. Which means that it means, which means that it'll drive us crazy, right? Because he's not I'm laughing he at the way you say Tannehill. He won't be good <laughs> enough. He won't be good enough to win anything, but he won't be bad enough to get us a top three pick. So we'll be in this like Aaron Brooks purgatory that we okay, were with Hazlitt, kinda. But like post Breeze, that's not the worst thing that could happen. I can. Name. I think all of this. I think all of this. I think all of this is a moot point. Uh, I, I, look, my opinion on Drew Brees and how long Drew Brees is going to play is, uh, he's what? He's one year younger than Tom Brady, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so my feeling is, as long as Tom Brady is playing, uh, Drew can be still be playing, and I don't understand why. I don't understand why Drew Brees. I, I don't know. Do people in do people in the New England area and the Boston area talk about this every off season about like when is Tom Brady's like is this going to be Tom Brady's last uh, year? So because for to me, me, it's more about the body language and, and just like you li- listen to his interviews, and I think Breeze is nearing the end based on the way he kind of felt after this off season. And, um, I don't know what what are you talking about? Every off season, it seems like we get that one soundbite. Uh, that says I want to play until I'm 50 or whatever he says, or I want so to play until I'm. You may have not seen these, but like there were a couple things. You know, there were a guy was like, "Hey Drew, does this hurt more because you know you're and you know uh, does a loss like this hurt more because you know you're like in the end of your career?" And he's like, he just kind of emphatically goes, "Yes, it does." And then, now granted, that was right after the game, but then later. They were like, Drew, did you ever give any thought that, like, if you had won the Super Bowl, like, maybe this would have been your last season? And he kind of paused, thought about it, and he was like, no, I don't think so. You know, and so he wasn't like, no, no, I'm playing Tom 45. And, like, to me, that was a slightly different refrain than we've gotten from him in the past, where he's like, my body feels great. I feel like I'm 25. I'm, I, I mean, if, if I, I keep, yeah, keep but... up this way, I'm going to go till I'm 45. I just feel like that was the, the end of a that was the end of a long season. I mean, you ask him that again in July. Uh, I, I I just feel like I he is, I he's just hyper competitive. At... He's hyper competitive, and he can't. He first of all, he can't give up before Brady because I, I just I think he wants to own every record. I mean, he's got so many already, yeah. and he could potentially he could potentially have all of the other ones that he doesn't have. Just the, the that 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 you would that you need just length for that and I he just he's one year behind Brady as long as Brady keeps playing Drew Brees he treats his body like a fucking temple and he is you know he's just an elite 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 athlete and I just I've always felt that he's more of an elite athlete as far as well I don't know I don't follow Brady as closely as I follow Drew so I I shouldn't compare them but anyway I I disagree with you and and here's as long as Brady is as long as Brady is playing I don't I see there's there's no reason why I don't think Drew could be playing I I disagree and I I think I think I disagree for a few reasons I disagree because I think Breeze doesn't isn't going to let Tom Brady and his longevity and his career define Drew Brees. I just don't think he will allow 
Brady to define him. So that's the first thing. The second thing is Brady will be able to stay in New England as long as he wants because he's been winning Super Bowls. That's not the situation in New Orleans. And I think between the contract negotiations that he's had with Mickey Loomis I, and just the, the lack of success in the way the team has exited the playoffs the last two years, I think psychologically, emotionally, physically has all taken a toll on Breeze. And, and like he's just a guy financially – family life, whatever, like Brady, I, I think he loves his family, but he's kind of great. Like not being around his family for nine months while he focuses only on football breeze breeze is all about his family, man. I, I just, and it's not Tom Brady's a family man too, but I, I just think breeze, like he, he's got other stuff he could be doing with his life that would make him really happy. And that's clear. And, and I will say, Dave, new England they have had this discussion about what follows Brady. They haven't had it the last couple of years, but or this year, but they did last year. Like Garoppolo, it was kind of like he's the guy, he's the guy. And then they, you know, should we keep him? Should we franchise him? Should we keep him? Should we try to keep him as long as we can? And then they hit eject and traded him for a second round pick. But there was a window where. It kind of like was, what are they going to do? What are they going to do now? They have nobody behind Brady, so they're just like, fuck Tom, stay forever. Um, you know, and I think the Saints well, would I don't be even, that same I don't even care about – I don't even care about who replaces Brady. I just feel like I don't ever hear – in the general NFL community, I don't ever hear people talking about when is Brady, when is Brady going to call it quits. Like they, every, it just seems like everybody assumes next year – Brady's going to be there. Like, and when yeah. he's not there, like, well, I feel like everybody's going to like freak there, out and piss their pants. There is a, sen- there is a sense that Brady will play until he fucking drops. Like, well, nobody, there is that nobody sense. Nobody ever, I, I don't know. No, no, they're not to me. Nobody ever, nobody ever talks about, about. I think it's because he's winning Brady. Super Bowls. Yeah, too. And he's, yeah, a, right. And he's a vampire. He made a deal with the devil. I, I just think if Breeze had won, if Breeze had won, when he's going to when he's going to give it up. If 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 the Vikings and Rams game endings had not happened, and the last two years Breeze had lost and then won the Super Bowl and had been in both, I, I just I think the narrative would be different. And I, I think, think I think and I think Mickey Loomis would approach his contracts differently. I think Breeze. I think Breeze would have retired if the Saints would have won the Super Bowl this year. Just looking at him, looking at his body language, looking at everything, I think he would have retired. Now he can't because he's his last his last pass play cannot be an interception, so he's gonna come back. But I think if the Saints would have won the Super Bowl in Atlanta, he'd have walked away. We'd have had the press conference, and we'd be like, oh my god, the Bridgewater era is starting. What the fuck are we gonna do? Um, you know, that's my opinion. I, I like, like you, Andrew. I don't have any inside information or anything. I just, I look at the body language and I look how he reacted, and that's what I think. Um, yeah, I agree. So let's get to uh, some uh, questions before we get out of here from people. Uh, this is from Cajun Alaska. What current or former saint would you like to be for a day, Dave? What current or former saint would I like to be for a day? Uh, I mean, I feel like the obvious answer is Drew. Like, you know, who wouldn't want to be Drew? 
Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, I have an answer for who I wouldn't want to be, and that's um, Darren Sharper. <laughs> uh, I was going to say answer. Brandon Browner. <laughs> I have an answer for who, I wanna, who I'd want to be. Uh, if it's current, it would be Camaro because he just looks like it would be fun to be him for a day. Like he like has fun. He he knows he knows celebrities and rappers and all that. He would be really fun to be. But if I had to pick all time Saints, who I'd want to be, dude, it's fucking Paul Hornick. He was a dude who drank and smoked cigs while he played, and he banged like six thousand women. Like that's who you want to be, man. Paul Hornick. He wasn't that good as a Saints player. He's more known for being a Green Bay. But he was with the Saints, dude, and he tore that shit up in New Orleans. He didn't even play a down for the Saints. But he, like, fucking – the what? stories that Buddy D would tell about do you him. Think, do you think Kevin would pick Ted Gregory? I think Kevin would have picked Ted Gregory. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, worst music, Andrew, to accompany Coitus. Uh, that is an interesting question that has nothing to do with the Saints at all. I know. Do you, uh, Dave, do you have an opinion on this? I would think like a, you take this, man. The cranberries. Yeah, I mean, or like a. I would think like a like a orchestra march, like "Hail to the Chief," or like something that they play at a Fourth of July parade. You know. I, I think mm-hmm. that like would a, be bad. A, a requiem or like a few? Yeah. Uh, this is from John. Are any Saints fans actually into the draft this year, Andrew? Wait, I, had I don't one. have no, a clue I... who, which position is viable or even an option. Uh, defensive end and tight end are insanely deep in this draft. Insanely deep. Deep so enough to get somebody at 62? Even... Yes, I think the so. tight end? I tied in, yeah. I think so. Um, this is an interesting question from James. Uh, and why do all these fucking slot receivers think they're worth Antonio Brown money? Um, a little context for that question. Cole Beasley wants $20 million guaranteed. Supposedly Humphrey wants $18 million guaranteed. Like, the slot receivers think they're going to get paid. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting. The Saints need another receiver. I think they want Adam Humphreys. I think they will gladly give Adam Humphreys the Kobe Fleener contract that we all kind of made fun of and Dave hated the seven, the five-year, $35 million deal. I think they will gladly yeah. give that to Adam Humphreys. But I, I feel don't think sick. Gonna... What's that? I feel sick all of a sudden. I mean – I don't think they're going to go like I mean, four I, years. I, I kind of feel ill. You, you think you like, but like a like a sixty-five catch receiver, like seven million, isn't that bad for that, right? Or is that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just feel like we Saints paid five million a year to get that out again, but yeah, I guess that was two years ago. Yeah, I mean, like Willie Sneed got two years ten, you know coming off a of DUI. Yeah. So I mean, like it's not outrageous <laughs> but like but like 4 years for like 44 million, that would be like crazy town. Not that I'd give a shit, you know. 
Um, so look, uh, that about wraps it up. But last question, uh, Dave, and this is for you. Um, people who don't know and that listen to the podcast that aren't from New Orleans, the crew of Chad is like this thing where people like just Dave, am I explaining this right? Like where they just like hoard space on the parade route and like set up their shit and yeah. Yeah, like a week in advance before the yeah. parade, and they spray paint the the neutral ground, and and people hate them. Is that fair? Here in two thousand, yeah, that's so, so people that's hate true. them. So yeah. who yeah, would be? And now there's well, this year now this <laughs> now this year when Mayor Cantrell. She had all the ladders taken down and destroyed or whatever. And so there there was a picture of a, a, a middle-aged woman yelling at the people <laughs> taking down the town the ladders. So there was a meme about her. So now we have Ladder Lin- Linda, too. There's Ladder Linda. <laughs> ladder Linda. <laughs> so who would be, in the last, like, 10 years, the most hated saint that would be, like, the king of the crew of Chad? <laughs> this is a question from somebody, or you just this gave is up a question from me. Okay. Uh, oh man. Uh, yeah, Brandon Brown. Yeah, I was about to say Brandon Browner. I think he'd but. be the crew of Chad. <laughs> <laughs> just a douche. Just an absolute douchebag. So um, is he in jail too? Is what's he still that? in jail? Is he in jail? Is he's he still in jail. Okay, he's yeah, in okay. jail. Saints have high percentage of people in jail, higher than other teams, I think. Uh, so before we get out of here, I want to say thank you to all the patrons that uh, subscribe and support us. And uh, we got all the magnets out. So if you got a magnet great if you feel like you didn't get it if you feel like you should have got a magnet and you didn't dm the twitter account or email us at saints happy hour at gmail and we'll make sure you get your magnet so um we just wanted to let that out and also to subscribe to the seven minutes of saints daily it's seven dollars a month do it it's awesome we'll have a new show up for you tomorrow uh until then the bar is closed Give us a new open.